It's Thursday, July 27th, and this is Two Guys, Three Trends, the show where we run through some of the top trending topics on Google Trends. If you have thoughts about today's show, give us a call in here on Anchor or subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Google Play Music. This is all brought to you by Avenue 4 Communications, a digital marketing and creative technology firm in Winnipeg and Montreal. Let's get trending. Good morning, this is Two Guys, Three Trends. I'm Kieran. And I'm Mac. And we're diving right into the first trend that we've got for you today. And that is the US men's national team lifting the gold cup after a late victory over Jamaica. Uh, this is the uh, gold cup, uh, the CONCAF gold cup, which is the North American, Caribbean, and Central American football league or soccer league. Yeah, it's pretty mm. exciting. Never been a huge soccer guy myself. I definitely hung up with a lot of people who played soccer growing up. Yeah, I did play soccer. I mean, when I was when I was relatively young, but uh, I, I can't. I, I don't really follow it at all. You don't really follow it at all. Well, the men's national team's been kind of growing a bit in uh, in power, so shall we say, over the the last little while. Uh, not quite able to compete with, say, like the South American teams uh, in terms of our region in the Americas, but uh, they've been putting up some good performances. Of course, it's home of the MLS, mm. Major League Soccer, which has also been growing in profile. Uh, you know, again, nothing close to, say, like the Premier League or the Bundesliga or uh, the Spanish leagues, but pretty close. Uh, in terms of popularity uh, locally, which is I'm, pretty cool. We've got two Canadian teams there too. I'm always interested in what drives like the attention to a specific sports team other than like obviously geographical location, you know? Like there's people in our city of Winnipeg or other, our other office in Montreal, um, you know, might love uh, the Blue Jays. Well, I guess that's a Canadian thing because we only have one Canadian team, so that's pretty easy to relate. But if you're like an NFL fan, why is it that you decide you love Tampa Bay or you love uh, the New York Jets, you know? And some of it, I mean, some of it could be like what you're, you know, you maybe have history, like your family like lived there or went there before. I know some people just follow players. So like, you know, we have mm -hmm. home, we have hometown players. So you become a fan of a team uh, because they're from your hometown or from uh, your home country if you're if you've immigrated um, and yeah like so that international aspect is there but then also um, you know it can just be a decision that you make I remember when I was really young uh, I looked at the Seahawks the Seattle Seahawks logo from the NFL I just looked at their logo I was like they look cool I like their uniforms I started liking them now I actually like actively follow them follow their players like I understand hmm. the team so like I grew as a fan and now I'm like I'm now I'm a real fan, whereas like before I was I was pretty superficial about how I pick yeah. how I pick my team, and and I think soccer like football is the same or soccer is the same thing like you can have teams that uh, aren't necessarily local but like you know I'll root for Canadian MLS teams you know because they're Canadian but then there's also players on uh, teams that I really I really like that are in uh, in Europe and like that's the reason that you know like. 
like team like Real Madrid has so many more fans because Cristiano Ronaldo played for Real Madrid. You know, mm-hmm. like people are just a Lionel Messi fan. It, do, it wouldn't matter what team he's on. You know, they consider him one of the greatest soccer players of all time. They'll follow him. He could go. He could play for like the worst team ever, and suddenly that team would be really popular. They could get traded. You know, I mean, they would never do it, but he could. There's a you know, he could be sent to to like a C League team, and suddenly that team would be high profile because he's such a popular player. Yeah. Do you think that um, like the rising attention of the MLS? Do you think that has anything to do, or is it all attributable to the league investing more into um, growing attention? You know, like you think they would be investing more into marketing and that that would be a <clears throat> or somehow related to the the growth of the the league i think they <clears throat> i think they're they're investing in better players so they're yeah. bringing in more international so players it's, it's more talent than it is investing in the attention of consumers well because you you bring in both yeah you bring in you bring in big name players who have a bigger following and like that in turn brings more attention to your league like, you know when they brought in david beckham uh to the la galaxy or Earlier on in the league, it was uh, it was a big deal. Even though you know he was kind of in the twilight of his career, uh, but you know he brought he brought profile, and I think that's a, a big reason. Like it's growing in popularity. Also, you know you again these international players and uh, and the and growing uh, international populations and immigrant populations in uh, mm, in the U- in the U.S. The MLS is growing just because of the Latino uh, population growing as well. So the USA beating Jamaica 2-1 in the CONCACAF Gold Cup. And diving into our next trending topic for today, Justin Bieber accidentally hits a photographer with a pickup truck uh, in Beverly Hills. That is not good news. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to accuse him of hitting a person with a car. Well, I mean, he did hit a person with a car. I'm not going to, yeah, let me rephrase (laughs) that. I'm not going to accuse him of hitting a person with a car on purpose. Just days after canceling his world tour, he accidentally hit the man with a a pickup truck. With a pickup truck. That does suck. That's bad PR. That's not, it's definitely not good. Uh, 57-year-old pedestrian, the photographer, it was a a photographer, uh, was transported to a local hospital. Non-threatening life, or non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, According to police, Bieber has fully cooperated, cooperated and uh, was released without receiving a citation. So it looks like it was, I mean, it was very much an accident. It, they're saying hit with a car, or in fact, there's a caption that says, uh, accidentally ran over a photographer. I don't know. Seems like non-life-threatening injuries. So, you know, some scrapes and uh, some bruises. So hopefully he's completely fine. It happens. I think this is a very much an accident. Uh, well, it's not like a thing that just happens, but you know what yeah, I mean. it, it's it, again. You need to be careful when you drive. You a, first of all, and uh, obviously, uh, not quite as careful as you could have been. But also, you never know. Um, you know somebody can dart behind your vehicle pretty quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, unfortunate, and it's really not good news for him. It's just like another kind of thing that goes along with, like, say, he got banned from performing in China for the next mm-hmm. little while and then yeah, we he decided about that. yeah we talked about that a few days ago and then he decided to uh, cancel his world tour and uh, and and now this it's it's unfortunate because uh, you know he still is he still is a very popular singer he still has a, a very strong career um, and this is something that it is a bit of a PR nightmare. It's just like they're all stacking on top of each other. Yeah. Uh, you know, his management must be having quite a tough time. Uh, good news, though, uh, he's kind of stayed off social media for the mm. last little while. 
Uh, when I say stayed off, like he did very little, very few posts, and that's probably for the best. Yeah. Um, so he's just gonna drive negative comments and negative conversations. So it's probably best to just stay in the dark for a little while. Yeah, stay in the dark. You know, release just statements that explain exactly what happens, and then you know disappear for a little bit. Take a little break because we don't we don't really know what's going on. And, and with any celebrity, you don't really know what's going on uh, in their lives and what they're doing because you just see what's posted you know you just yeah. see you know either their ma what their management's been posting or what what happens to them in public you only get small snippets yeah of who they are and what their life is like and i know that there's a lot of people that maybe aren't big fans of justin bieber mm -hmm. uh, they might think he's a tool but at the same time he's still a person he's still a human being still and you got to keep in mind like that guy's not he does not have an e well how do i say this i don't think he has as as easy of a time as everybody thinks he does you know like he does work hard he's got to do a lot of stuff he's gonna fly all over the world keep lots of people happy and he's always got to pretend to be a certain kind of person like i don't think we appreciate as everyday people that we can have a bad day and be in a bad mood and not smile and be a little bit of a grump for a day like that's a luxury that celebrities don't have because the second they're frowning or crying or upset about anything the tabloids will dive into everything about them. Yeah, and you're being you're being stalked constantly. Yeah, you know, like that's that's what it is. Like, yeah, there it's in the public interest. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like you know, you've like you said, this like the guy who he accidentally ran into with mm -hmm. his car. Uh, that's a paparazzo. You know, like yeah. that's somebody who's being paid to follow him around and take photos of him. So, yeah. uh, it's it's a different. Again, it's it's something that it's hard for I guess regular people us yeah. for us to understand. But yep. at the same time, like uh, I feel like you would, uh, you can still kind of uh, sympathize a little bit with the situation. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really I'm really glad that the photographer is okay as well. Yeah, me and want to see want to see a resurgence because I'm not gonna lie, I like Justin Bieber's last album. So did I. Despacito is a great great well, song. Louis Fontes, that that song's really good. I haven't heard it yet. Well, that's his song, Desposito. It's not Justin Bieber's. Ah, gotcha. He's just on the remix. Mm, I see. But that song is lit. It's hot fire. It's like my song of the summer. I'm you're still really, trying to learn all the lyrics. You're really trendy, Karen. Those are all trendy <laughs> words. I, uh, you know, well, we talk about trends, so you're try hip, to be real you're trendy. Hip, you're hip with it. Hip. Thanks, Grandpa. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's true. And now for not good news for Twitter. Uh, yeah, this is... This is something I can really, really dive into. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, this segment's going to be a little more marketing, a little more digital marketing-centric. But um, um, Twitter's but user growth goes nowhere, and the stock is collapsing, is the headline for from TechCrunch. Yeah. Um, I have not been uh, a fan of Twitter probably for the last three or four years. Uh, I tried using Twitter's advertising platform initially. Um, I would say Twitter's uh, advertising platform is about one one hundredth as robust as Facebook's ad manager, if that. Um, Twitter just doesn't allow you to collect enough information about the consumer. Like they were not smart in the way that they developed out user profiles. You know, like they know how old I am, they know I'm a male or a female, and they know where I live. As a marketer, that's not enough information for me to necessarily work with and build out a real buyer persona. Um, 
you know, if I were Twitter, I would be immediately, right now I would be working really, really hard to invest into AI and try and figure out how I can build out personality profiles um, on consumers just based on the content they're sharing and interacting with. And I know they're not actively doing that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and the thing you're saying, like, they're, A, they're not, they're not growing that, but also, like, they're not growing their actual user base so you know the one thing that Twitter had going for it over the last couple few quarters too was that they actually had monthly active users growing yeah Uh, so now or at least this month no growth in active users uh, less uh, revenue over the uh, over like it's less less or yeah less revenue in Q4 uh, coming down to 574 million uh, as its advertising business, like you were saying, continues to decline, um, it's growing its data licensing, but it's not growing fast enough. So, uh, yeah, they're having a tough time, especially yeah. in the U.S., which is their one of their stronger markets. Yeah, uh, and because they're they're not being able to make money off of people, and yeah, they don't have enough information about you. And part of the reason I, as a user, part of the reason I like using Twitter, yeah, is because. There's no, there aren't a lot of strings attached to it. Yeah. You know, like my tweets are fleeting. I just say something. Some people convert, like have a conversation about it. Yeah. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, we're done for the day. You know, like yeah. that conversation's over. We can talk about something new. It's just out there in the out there in the world now, out there on the web. Yeah. But uh, you know, when their advertising isn't doing well for the company, they've they've been struggling for a long time. Especially versus you know, say Facebook or Google's advertising platforms mm-hmm. to to make any money and you know people saw lots of user growth over the last like three or four quarters but you know Donald Trump was using Twitter extensively extensively everything is about his tweets you know that's something that I think is a being a big uh, a big helper of growing users and eventually yeah you know, eventually you know that that growth has to stop yeah and I think that um, an interesting point to um, consider with the stock price is that something that happened with shareholders was that um, I don't know if you remember probably about a year year and a half ago Salesforce actually went to go take a look at an acquisition of Twitter and um, I would I would assume they would probably be looking at that as an angle for consumer insight to build out their platform and the data they have um, Salesforce probably knows better than anybody that data is king um, they opened Twitter's books and they literally went running for the hills. They hated what they saw. Uh, and as soon as um, investors heard about that, they all started to panic. If Salesforce doesn't like it, then maybe we shouldn't like it either. And it's basically just been a downhill spiral from there. Yeah, it, it hasn't been too great for them. Uh, you know, the company at the end of their uh, call, like they touted that they had 55 million unique viewers and they tried to show that their daily user count is growing, but you know, there's no real number to go with it, so uh, they, they didn't really talk about it. So they're trying to say like, yeah, pe- more people are watching video, but user growth slowing down, stops going down, and uh, I think the person who really, really capitalizes on voice, I don't know what it's gonna look like, but some kind of a voice medium that is um, inherently social between people is gonna do really, really well. That's definitely probably true, so. Uh, Twitter's stock falls, yep. and uh, you know their user growth has slowed down. 
So we've been doing this for a week now, and uh, I just wanted to say, you know, and Mac, I think too, like, yeah, thank, absolutely. Thank you so much for everybody who's been tuning into this here on Anchor, who's been subscribing on uh, Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music. We really appreciate the feedback and the call-ins and uh, and all your thoughts and and applause too on Anchor. Really appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, the the interaction is everything to us. That's uh, that's really why we why we love to do this. We love interacting with all of you guys. So uh, never be shy to give us a call in or tweet us or what, whatever it may be. Yeah. Carry, carry your pigeon. Carry your pigeon would be also <laughs> ideal, mainly because birds are cool. Birds are cool. If somebody sends us a carrier pigeon, we will send you a two guys, three trends t-shirt. Which, I'm committing to that, which don't exist right now. Yeah, but, but carrier pigeons also barely exist. So, yo, I think you we, make that happen. <laughs> we'll make that happen. Okay? <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. Do you have any thoughts about today's trending topics? Have your say and give us a call in here on Anchor. And of course, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Google Play Music. You can find us at twoguys3trends.com. And don't forget to favorite this station if you are listening on Anchor. This is all being presented by Avenue 4 Communications, a digital marketing and creative technology firm in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and Montreal, Quebec. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see all of you tomorrow.